Welcome to the Leadership Boost. Leadership Boost. Boosting your leadership into high performance. With your host, Sean Smith. Updating you with the points and principles to sharpen your skill so you can make a difference and have an impact in whatever leadership role you find yourself in right now. Forget the fluff and get the stuff with Sean. Do you understand the difference between having leadership power and having leadership authority? Seth Berkeley said leadership is about vision and responsibility, not about power. I want to talk to you today a little bit about leaders, the leader's power. You know, I looked up, there's two words that really go interchangeable here. One is authority, and the Google definition of authority is the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. And the definition of power is the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. I think what's happened really is those two have been interchanged is nowadays power is seen as the right to give orders because of my position, because of my title, because of my responsibility. I can give orders. I can make decisions. I enforce obedience. Whereas authority now is viewed as the capacity or ability to direct or influence the behavior of others or the course of events. In other words, you take them on a journey. In fact, I like the switch around because I think it defines really how people see it. I mean, it's not true to the definition, but nowadays many leaders see power as their ability to in fact command, demand. And authority is viewed as something only... People in higher office have somewhere. But you carry authority. You carry authority in your leadership role. As a leader, just because you're a leader, because you are influencing people, you carry authority, but not over people. That's what we need to understand. Power is now seen as something that you can demand, something that you've got to have. In some places in the world, man, power is everything. In some in some. Uh, dimensions of our society leaders demand to have power want power they lust for power they've got to have power because power gives them dominion over others but i want to bring out something here that there are three types of capacity we find leaders operating in and i'm talking about the capacity to influence direct or make decisions enforce obedience how you know i'm just cross-pollinating both authority and power here because that's how people see it they think authority is power and power is authority not the, not the same thing unfortunately i'm really one for pro authority and authority not based upon title or position, but authority based upon who you are, based upon how you relate, how you connect, how you engage. So let's talk about 
three types of capacity or authority power slash that we find today. One is fear-based. The first one is fear-based. It's based upon the fear of the leader and the follower. The leader fears that, he's going, that he or she can lose something. Fear that their position can be threatened. Fear that, and the, the follower fears that they can lose their job, lose their, their income, lose their, uh, you know, their, their place in, in the team, in the company, etc., etc. So uh, the fear-based one is obviously more directive. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's rather the carrot and the stick kind of thing. You know, it's just like I'm putting out a carrot, but I'm going to beat you every time you reach for it. It's the, it's, the, it's the big stick approach. It's like, you better do what I command you to do. And that's, you know, what it says authority is to enforce in obedience and compliance, enforce compliance. It's a no-go. You're not going to engage people with this kind of... They will do their job only for so long. You, If you're controlling with fear, it's only going to be temporary. It's not going to last for very long. And you're going to destroy somebody's life in the process because some people are more sensitive than others. You know, one day I sat at a table with a leader and I, I respected that leader. I, I, I loved that leader. I honored them. I, I really um, invited them into my life, into, into what I was doing because I trusted them. And as we were sitting at a restaurant, I could feel, building up to it, I could feel something was not going to go well. Something was building up that was going to have an impact on us. And as I sat with him and one of his associates and we were sitting at the table, I had invited them into what we were doing. And as he sat there, something about his character I saw that I hadn't seen before. That others might have mentioned, but I didn't want to believe it, really. And I saw something about his character. I saw something about his intention. I saw something about his agenda that I hadn't seen or I hadn't clearly seen up until that point in time. And basically, he said, what's got to happen is, and he, wasn't, he didn't even address me. He didn't even have the respect to talk to me. He addressed his associate and he said, this man is going to have to lose everything, basically. He didn't say it in those words, but that's basically what he was saying. He's going to have to lose everything and he's going to have to do comply with what I want to do. And I sat there. And you know when you get that cold feeling runs all the way down your back, right down to your feet. And you know, you just know your life is toast. <laughs> your life is toast at that point in time. And I sat there and I just thought, oh my word. I knew. And it affected everything in me. Everything in me began to scream. And well... You know, I didn't comply because I don't, you know, I'm not intimidated or to or manipulated into compliance. I refuse because I'm a leader. I refuse. I stand for my convictions. I stand for my values. And he basically went about him and his, you know, his associates went about dismantling everything we had worked for for nearly 20 years. And I went from... 
you know, doing everything I dreamed of, living my dream, living in, in a dream house, living in a dream city, everything to selling dog food, man, selling dog food from door to door, door to door. What a recovery I had to make from that, I'm telling you. And because he, what he did was he made it his agenda then to get in between relationships, destroy everything that was a support structure around me. People I loved, people that I, I highly respected, people that I, we, we, my family and I had spent hours with. He got in between and destroyed everything because it was fear-based. And he thought he could use the, his fear tactic to destroy, to get me into compliance. And, you know, I, up until then I had complied a little bit, but at a certain point I said, no more. You know what? This is not going to work like this. The second type of capacity or power-based authority that we have is benefit-based, you know, is that when you do this, I'll give you that. And so many people are working for the benefits. They're put up with all sorts of CRAP for whatever reason, for whatever's dished out, simply because they don't want to lose their benefits. And so... The transaction, this is where actually the first one was the big stick approach. This is the carrot and stick approach. You know, it's like I'll dangle a carrot, but I'll beat you in the process as long as you're running after the carrot. And you, we chase the carrot for the benefit and we allow them to say, do whatever we think is necessary so that we are in a compliance kind of situation. So, um, it, you know. You follow a leader like that only because it is functional. It's uh, <laughs> you. You have access to what's going on. You know you have the carrot, but it uh, it's only there to benefit you for so long, and and uh, it breeds individuals. It breeds silo effect. And everybody's doing their job because everybody wants a portion, wants a piece of the pie and is prepared to put up with whatever it takes to get that piece of the pie. But there's no teamwork, no, no uh, alignment. There's no moving together. Everybody is there's a competitive competitiveness that gets bred in, in amongst the team. And so it's just benefit based. It's just, you know, just for me. Uh, and that's about it. Now, those two, there's no engagement of the individual. There's no engagement to building team. In fact, on the first one, the fear-based power and authority, there's going to be active disengagement. Active disengagement is when people actually work against you, work against what you um, what you're actually wanting to accomplish. And they do it insidiously. They do it. They do it out of the radar and they working against you with within the context of the team the department the business whatever it is <laughs> you know and uh, the same goes for everywhere you know you you cannot build fear based relationships or authority or or benefit based you know, and all of these, in fact, the benefit-based one is probably the most prolific, the most popular, the most, you know, the primary way leaders lead. But you're not like that. I want to challenge your leadership mentality, your leadership paradigm, you, you on this podcast, because that is not how you lead. Your leadership is based upon alignment. 
Everybody, it's a legitimate authority, a legitimate um, power. And I don't like the word power because just because of the connotations it has is to have power over people. Power, you know, is like there's some superiority that gives this person like all-encompassing power over everybody. And really what it is is that you get given authority within the context of your responsibility. And because you have responsibility within your role, within your functionality, you have authority. But you have authority to direct, to align, but not to com get people to comply. You don't have domination over people's lives is not authority. Manipulation is not authority. That could fall under the concept or the, or the, the, the contradiction of power. But definitely not authority. And you understand, I'm switching the words around from the definition because that's how I see it. It's like authority in the Greek word, the Greek word for authority is exousia, um, E-X-O-U-S-I-A, exousia. And it means the right to exercise might. So it's the, it's the right to exercise your capacity. But I want to bring this out to you. It's that Everyone begins to embrace the values in legitimate authority. Everyone embraces the values, buys into the values, believes in the values. It's based on trust and respect. It, everyone believes in the mission, the purpose and the vision. They buy into it. They buy into the strategy. One of the most chronic problems you have in organizations is the simple fact that people... Do not buy into the strategy. And it becomes a chronic pain because everybody's moving in. But when you are, when you are a, a leader operating in legitimate authority, what happens is you work to get everybody buying in. You work through relationship, through trust. You, you, you work to bring everybody into alignment, getting everybody on the same page. You work on that and you influence them to bring them to that place. Everyone embraces the values. Everyone is, has a conviction about the mission, the purpose and the vision of, of where you are going, where you are leading them. They want to follow you because they believe you're honorable. They believe that you, you, you bring influence and trust and inspiration and conviction and character and, and you value relationship. You respect the relationship. You respect where they are at. Legitimate authority is based on trust and respect. It's given. It cannot be taken. People give you authority to lead them. You cannot take it. It's invited, not forced. You invite them to follow you. You invite them to, to recognize your authority. You cannot empower, I mean, power people, you know, to do it against their will. Now, the military style, of course, is that's how they do it. And, and you know, when I, when, I, when I went into basic training um, back in South Africa, we were all conscripted to go to the military. And what they do is they just push you in for three months. They don't allow you to wear any civilian clothes. They just push you, push you, break you down, break you down, break you down, do it over and over and over again until they 
when somebody barks an order, you react straight away. If you don't, they punish you and punish you and punish you until you do it. On the parade ground, we would spend hours on the parade ground, marching, marching, marching over and over. And every time we got it wrong, make us run to the tree and tell it when we got back, tell us it's the wrong tree. And then we did rifle drill and we went over and over and over again because we were in a war situation. If you didn't respond straight away, you could get killed and so could your whole platoon. So there was no there was no negotiation about that. But that's not how organizations are run. That's not the kind of leader that you are. This is earned, not demanded. Invited, not forced. It's not controlling, but self-controlling. It's that you reveal such self-controlled character within the context of where you are that people believe in you, respect in you, and honor you. And the, the, the fact is, is, this brings about effective leading of others with influence and without force. And it'll grow. The, when you decide to lead like this, it'll begin to grow within the context. This is where you engage people and where they're at. And it gives you peace of mind. It gives you tremendous wisdom and peace of mind because you stop stressing. You bring everything into alignment. And hey, let me, let me just say this. If, if, you haven't, if you haven't booked a call with me yet, book a call with me. Send me an email on Anchor FM, uh, on Sean's Leadership Mentoring on Facebook.com. Book a call with me. Let's talk about alignment. Let's talk about your alignment, your team's alignment, you know, your organizational alignment, your business alignment. Let's talk about the areas of leadership that can empower you to high performance, major impact, living significantly, powerful leading, and get the results while building and empowering others up as well. Because that's, that's what's going to happen. When you get buy-in, I'm telling you, you empower others and takes a lot of stress off you. So, Stephen Covey said, who you are, beyond what you can do to or for people, ultimately determines the depth of legitimate authority that you have. Ultimately determines. Who you are, ultimately determines the depth of legitimate authority or power that you have. My question to you today is, are you leading with power or authority? Bearing in mind, I swapped around the two definitions of the two words. So, whichever one, are you leading by influence? Are you leading with that capacity to engage people, to influence them with trust and relationship, to bring them to a, a, an empowered place where they're aligned with who you are and where you're going and where the company's going, giving them a bigger picture and a bigger direction? Or are you leading with manipulation, intimidation, um, with domination? Are you, are you leading with, with the big stick approach? The one is going to stress you out. The one is going to be very superficial. The one is going to not last very long. And the other one will give you tremendous, tremendous empowerment, both for you and for your team. Hey, jump on the call. Give me a call. Let's talk about alignment for, with your leadership. Let's look at that one page um, assessment of the top eight essentials in your leadership for you, for your company, your team, and uh, let's get you moving towards high performance. Give me a call. Send me a message. This is Sean. Thank you for listening. Until next time, it's over and out.